Welcome to the Spirit for Success podcast with your hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker. Right, welcome to another Kick-Ass and Sparkly Ladypreneur podcast. With me as always is the ravishingly raunchy, the awesome, spectacular, <laughs> Therese Tucker. Who told you? <laughs> Who told you? Did Mark I've been watching. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you want to let telepathy. The robot's got to rage. She's watching. I just know. I just know. Oh, good lord! So we've uh, we, the topic for today. It's something that we're currently going through. We're we're relooking at the foundations of our business and even some areas of our lives to look at it with new eyes. I say new eyes because here we are at you know been in the business for a certain amount of time, a few years, and we've got experience. We've been learning a lot of new things lately around you know expanding businesses, growing businesses to a thriving level, which means that we've now got new information to be able to look at everything with and reassess. Is it a strong foundation? Is this working? Do we need to change this? What do we need to do? So I thought we'd, um, we'd explore the importance of doing this kind of work with your business and your life periodically. So, Therese, you want to throw in some <laughs> thoughts? So on? much. So much. So, so much. So much to say. <laughs> um, you know, one of the interesting things that came up yesterday was our New Moon Spirit Circle. And I think one of the most interesting bits of information that came through and it's kind of like when you hear it, it's like, duh. And at the same time, it was a revelation is that there is no real set pattern for anything. You know, we, our mind loves routine and pattern and wants it always to be the same because it, then it can process other things. But the truth is every once in a while, you're going to have to get in there and uh, change it up. It's going to have to change. Uh, and it go, you have to go through a reassessment period. Um, so like yesterday, with one of the things it was talking about with all the cosmic energy was like how pleasure or joy really has to, is being asked to be at the forefront. Like put that first, which is sort of a dessert before dinner mentality. And there are, but there are times in the recent past where it was practicality first, take care of the practical, then work on, then you'll have time for the joy. And it's interesting because as we play with this concept in our business or and or our day-to-day -day lives, it can be really sometimes confusing to know, you know which way to handle it. And it's, this is where assessment, being able to assess, make assessments is really important, right? Mm, massively. So one of the, the core things that we're looking at at the moment now that we've learned a lot more <laughs> is branding and looking at the business and looking at it in like going through it with a fine tooth comb to go, what person are we actually targeting? Who are we, you know, at, for any business over a period of time, you start to get more statistics about who you are actually reaching versus who you think you're reaching. So periodically to look at that and it was, it was a little bit different when I looked at the source of shift stuff, I wasn't, I definitely was not sure who I was talking to. I had an idea and I thought I knew who I was talking to and I was, I almost missed the mark. Um, and by Therese helping us to go through and find these details has now changed how I'm approaching the whole brand, how I'm approaching the next part of the project and it actually inspired the next part of the project. Well, you know, the interesting thing is too, some of the, some of this with business and with life, you actually have to jump in and start doing something. 
Um, so the, for those perfectionists listening, trying <laughs> to get all the stuff right before you start, that's kind of a, a project that, that you can't win. Because even if you think you know, Mm-mm. you're going to find out that you don't know or that there is other information that surprises you. So, so some of this is about just having an idea and going with it. Let's go with it. Let's see what this is. And, you know, a lot of times the problems or the kinks don't show up until after mm. you're doing it. You don't know. You can't perceive where the, the problem areas are until you've done it and made a mistake. And then you go, oh, mm. oh, there's easier ways to deal with this, right? Yeah, and everything, you know, if you think of, when I say foundations and and building business, I always think of an actual building, like a a skyscraper type thing. So we all have these really huge, big dreams about how our business is going to go. So we build a foundation, we build a business on top of that, but then we start to expand the business. But if we don't check the foundation that it's strong enough, that it's aligned, that it's all of that with what you're building, then that's where the cracks show up even faster. So... You know, every business goes through an expansion phase. We're going through an expansion phase, so bringing people on to fill tasks that we haven't done before. So there's been, there's always going to be teething problems as you find, oh, that didn't quite work. Okay, we need to come up with a new system for that so we don't have that problem consistently. So it's it's a reassessment and it's looking at everything with a fine-tooth comb but being very real about what's working and what's not, and it's 11-11. That's <laughs> so funny because I was just about to mention numerology, 11-11. <laughs> Um, so in numerology, any, everything goes through a nine phase cycle. And what I wanted to point out is interestingly at number five is a reassessment period naturally happens Mm. when you hit cycle five, right? It's all about change direction. It's choices start to appear. And I'm trying to equate this to like a plant growing. So one would be the seed right? And then the germination process and then taking it all the way up. So there, there's an interesting thing that everything, every human being, every idea, um, every system comes to these decision points. It's part of the full cycle. Mm. So this isn't really something you can avoid. It's going to, it's either you go into it with open arms or it is kind of thrust upon you. You choose to reassess or you find the cracks by falling in a huge ass crater. (laughs) Right. Or you will be, exactly. You'll be asked to reassess. So you choose it or you're given the opportunity. I mean, I know for me that the, when we first started talking about rebranding, I'm like, Oh God, you're taking me back to the beginning. Like there's this, as an A type go getter, I'm like, I just want to keep building, 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 keep moving forward. Um, but what's been really beautiful about this journey of doing that and being forced lovingly to sit down and do this work (laughs) is means that I'm more, I'm more aware and solid within my brand. I'm more aware of what needs to happen within it and where it needs to grow and how it needs to grow. So while it feels initially like it's a backward step or at least a pause at this point, um, the, the massive grade will grow like in, with plants, well, I love the plant analogy, generally they, they grow really fast at the beginning in, and through spring, but then they slow down through winter. So we're just about coming into winter, so it fits with my seasons, not yours so much. <laughs> not so much. But, but every business but, has that same cycle. So five is the pruning process. It, it is that. So interestingly enough, with certain, with most plants, if you trim off the dead parts, you get a stronger plant, a, a healthier, happier plant. Um, and by doing some reassessing, and branding is actually kind of 
fun, like looking at the brand and, and kind of understanding what that is. First of all, as a person who I do like it now that I understand it better. <laughs> so branding is more than a logo, it's more than a color and a font. It's a whole experience identity. of your business. Mm -hmm. It's an identity. That's a good way to say it. Um, what is really exciting by having a chance to put things out there, try it, watch it fail, and then come back and reassess is we really get to see kind of who we are and what we bring to the table and what happens when, uh, because we're working on all, all of our brands together, Rach and I, we get to see what our kind of individual identities look like and what mm. happens when they come together, which has been really fun. Um, to see kind of like what, what we make when we come together, which is what people experience, but we've never been able to verbalize that or, or um, illustrate it for people until now. Now we have an idea. Right? Oh, that's going to be fun so watch to share space. that. Looking yeah, bit. watch this space because you'll get to see. I mean, it's there. It's already there. You're going to be like, well, duh. Of course, Therese. <laughs> of course, you guys were like that. Why didn't you see it? But, you know, being in it mm. is really hard to see. And then maybe that's something we need to talk about when you're coming to assessments, whether it's your business or your life. <laughs> this is not an easy task when you're in the middle of it to assess yourself, mm. which is why it's so helpful to have, like, this is why we're benefiting from doing this together because we've got somebody to bounce it off of. Mm. Someone who's the outside know? of the fishbowl who can say, no, no, you, you're really good at this. Or, yeah, is that working? So it's kind of like testing in, checking in because we, we tend to, we get into autopilot. We do it in a lot of areas and we don't even think that, oh, that's not really working very well anymore or my heart's not fully in it anymore or what needs to change. So unless we're consistently and regularly sort of check in and go, well, does that feel really good? Do I like doing that? Yeah, I like doing that. Am I doing really well here? Where am I gaining more strengths that I could be putting that out there more and what stuff if I'm ready to leave behind? So a bit like Therese was saying, you know, pruning the, the dead bits of a plan. Our businesses and our lives are the same. We are constantly growing and expanding that in order for that to the pieces in the middle to thrive we have to let go of people of projects of things in the process well and as i'm thinking about this on a personal level assessment self-assessment is so important because if we take the time right if we take the time to see what we're putting out we're literally what we are experiencing when we experience the external world is some sort of reflection of ourselves. Not always a direct reflection, but we're experiencing a reflection of ourselves. Like if you're a headstrong person, I don't know anybody who's like that, but if you're a headstrong person and you're getting met with a lot of resistance and you take a step back and you look and you realize, okay, I might have some headstrong stuff I'm dealing with here, right? Like what happens when the need for control is really strong? You know, that, that's what you're experiencing in the outside world. So then you start thinking about that. Is that who I want to be? And the beautiful, awesome, and cool thing about being a human being is that we are, we are the creator and the masterpiece. We are the painter and the painting. We have the ability, the unique ability to redesign ourselves at any time in the image we most desire to redesign our personal brand, our individual life brand, if you will, 
into the vision that we we're aspiring to. So an example is if you wanted to be perceived as kind and you're not getting a reflection back, the world is not reflecting back to you. Oh, I recognize your kindness. And how do you know? So like, let's give some examples. How do you know what the world is reflecting back to you? Rach, what are some examples that you can think of? Um, in what comes, what happens to and for you? So if you're kind to others, you're giving and helping others, you get that help in return or at least people offering to help you or opening doors for you or, you know, where you pay it forward, you know, often you start to see where that's to come back. Or, or people comment on it a lot, right? Like people you'll get, you know, exactly. if, if you are a funny person, people will often comment, you know, oh, you're so funny, right? Like you'll hear it. It will be... You'll hear it, see it, experience it back. That's what you're going to get is that people will reflect that quality back to you. So let's say you did want to be known for kindness, but you're not necessarily seeing the world reflect that back to you. Then that helps you know that this is an area that you wish to expand in, which is where you would be doing some personal rebranding. Now, this is actually not about getting others to perceive you this way. It's actually about knowing it inside of yourself because this is the funniest part. If you have no concept of you that way, the outside world won't reflect it back to you. There really actually is an internal aha point, a connection to that before you start seeing it outside of yourself. And there's, a gen, there's got to be a, an authenticity in it. So like Therese was saying, you know, not being kind because you want to get people to say that. But, um, and one of the keys to that is doing that for yourself first. So being yep. kind to yourself, because that just makes it just, it's a genuine kindness. And then it's, it's right. easy to do for other people, which then gets reflected back. So to look for anything you want to, to be known for, look for where you can embody it for and with yourself first, and then go out from there. Well, we truly can't give out what we don't have, right? So you can't give out kindness if you aren't giving kindness to yourself, right? You, mm. It, it's it's really interesting, but the well has to be what I was going to say. Well, the well has to be well and truly filled up. It needs to be full in order for it to then be given out. So absolutely, um, whatever you're looking at in your life and in your business, right? It's like I can't give it out out the product I haven't made yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it has to be made. It has to be made inside. So some of the other things that I was thinking about, you check for comments. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, when it came to foundations, like we're, we're going through a, a full health assessment right now to find out where our health is at for, you know, Jax and myself and, and Tyler and Kerry so that we can then fill in any gaps with our nutrition, fill in any gaps with our supplements to make sure that the, our general baseline is also getting stronger. So it feels like right now, I mean, everything, it's, it's a five month, so five is a good time, um, to, to reassess everything, or reassess your relationship. These, that's something that needs to happen, I feel, um, for you to, to be constantly growing and, and building strength within your relationships as well. Absolutely. And, and what you said, you kind of threw it away as a joke, but it's not a joke. It is the fifth month of the year. <laughs> and so, yes, you're going to feel the energy of five absolutely the energy of change decision decision points expansion choices all of that is coming up right now so and it's interesting because uh tim's seeing here that he's 
that he's been doing this reassessing and reinventing himself many times and that he's actually feeling it mm. at the moment. Absolutely. We go through cycles of, of this as human beings and individual cycles too. So yes, there is like a kind of general influence that we feel and then it intensifies within our lifetime at certain points in our life, which is one of the things that I'm teaching in the numerology class is looking at that. So like tomorrow's class is all about seeing where the intensified moments in our life line up. And they're really interesting. They're really, you'll see this pattern is so cool. Um, so it's not always like this is another thing I'm trying to say. It's like, you're, you're not going to be forced to constantly reevaluate. That's not what we're talking about. I kind of wanted to put that out there because mm. I want to catch, I want to catch those who would take this information and be like, I, I can't make a decision because I have to constantly change it. That's, that can be destructive in a way. Let's mm. talk about why. Yeah, why would that be forward. destructive? Yeah. Cause you're not stepping forward and that's the whole thing. Like growth only happens when you step forward, but then it's like, can't words. Got the picture in my head. I, sorry. Well, got... look at it this way: as a business, if we were constantly reassessing and rebranding, you wouldn't know what to follow. It mm. actually creates what it shows, and what gets reflected out into the world is insecurity, a lack of understanding mm. of self. Whereas never changing also shows a lack of understanding. It's a weird, fine line. It's a, it's a, it's an area where <clears throat> sometimes reassessing means I'm looking at it and it looks good. Maybe I changed something here and there, something so subtle, no one could perceive it, right? Just make it easier. And then there's times like what we're going through where we're really going through it. And we're like, no, I think this could be stronger. Mm. But with the intention of, um, with the intention of doing something like, for example, a rebrand on a business, the idea here isn't I'm changing my outfit because I'm bored, which is, uh, I will say, I will admit it. I've done that so many times with, with my uh, Blythe Starlight business that I've tried to like fix it because I was bored. Not a good reason <laughs> to keep changing it up. That just shows that I don't know what I'm doing uh, in the past. Whereas here it's like you go through cycles just like as a human being, right? We're a child, then we're an adolescent, then we're an adolescent to a young adult. Then we're a young adult to an adult. Then mm -hmm. we're an adult to an older adult. We go through these phases where, are you wearing the clothes that you wore when you were 13? God, I hope not. <laughs> because in my case, that would be very unfortunate. <laughs> mm, no. Right? <laughs> not look good on right now. <laughs> Just so many bad choices on my end. <laughs> so many risks taken that I wouldn't take today. Glad I can't find the photo albums to share any of that stuff for me. But anyway, mm. um, one of the things that is also happening for me is as I'm getting feedback from other people about the, my branding and the different things that I've done, it's not always easy to hear because you get attached to it. I'm like, oh, but I love that part about my brand or the wording or whatever. But then it's reflected back. Well, that's because I felt me, what I'm, <laughs> or specifically what I'm working on is this whole neurohacking. I thought it was fantastic. And it was great. But then I've had some feedback from other people to go, oh, hacking sounds very like dangerous <laughs> and um <laughs> but not everybody gets the neuro part either because it's for me it's jargon within my industry so now mm. having to look at changing language again you know, it, it, to See, reflect, I, would, 
caution that. I would ca I would caution that a little bit only because now this is just for everyone to hear what I would give you. But right yep. with that, it is a niche. <laughs> And it is an industry already. So it does exist. So be careful. Like, so see, here's, this is a great point. This is kind of behind the scenes stuff, but we got to be careful how many cooks are in the kitchen as well mm -hmm. when it comes down to, <laughs> True. to our businesses and our lives too, right? I mean, think about having your personal life and then having your mom's input and your dad's and your your mother-in-laws and mother-in-laws and, and your cousins and your best friends and you know how many people get to be in your head that's something that you really have to find you know also work through with a fine-tooth comb because ultimately you're the one experiencing it none of them are yeah none of them are it's so you've got to be open to listening for the feedback but from qualified sources i would narrow that down from qualified sources um and allow it to sit with you for a little bit. Ultimately, you've got to tune into your own intuition because if there's a part of you that says, no, it, it's, it is this, it has to be this for some reason, but then it's also got to match <coughs> the audience that it's targeting. So and this is a process that I'm going through at the moment. So there's so many and, things to pay attention to. And sometimes with stuff like that, you have to pick a lane at some mm. point and then try it. It's, a t it's an A-B test type thing. This is where they talk about that a lot in business, actually, A-B testing, right? Mm. You, put, you put brand A out, not branding, but I shouldn't being say brand. You put type A out and you put type B out, right? And then you test it to see which one is the, the tastier sample. They do this. They sample it. I remember when I worked for Starbucks corporate. And they actually had a thing that they would do when they were testing new pastries. They would do blind tests all the time where they would have people come down and try samples of each and it would be a blind test so you wouldn't know what it was. But then you would eat it, you get to eat the sample, and then you'd report back on what you enjoyed more. So you were eating two different ones and you didn't know what they were and you didn't know what the process was going to be. But that's how they figured out which one was going to be a more successful pastry to put out mm. in their stores. Right. So it's interesting. It's it, we, we, there is always flexibility. So that's another thing is you don't want to constantly be changing everything, but you can fine tune, fine tune in your life. Right. So if we're, I'm trying to think of a way to put this, that's kind of more broad that would relate to everyone. Let's say, Okay, let me say that like I decide one day I want to be a hippie. I want everyone to recognize me as this like soft, you know, hippie presence and I, you know, like grow my hair really long and I let all the gray show. I like stop wearing makeup, you know, let my armpit hair just flow. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like all the, the stereotypical all the things I can yeah. do. <laughs> yes, the extreme version of that. Right. So this is how you get to know me and people either are repelled or attracted to it. And that's what it does. Right. But then two weeks later, I'm like all slicked back with a bun in my hair and I'm wearing like a corporate looking suit and, and that and that's who I am. And that would be very jarring. That would be a very awkward experience because now all of your hippie friends who love that vibe don't feel like they know you anymore. Mm right so it starts to so that's that's a broad change that someone would make if they were like in a business and they weren't being guided so both rich and i have guidance going through this we are not going through this solo we're going through it with seasoned professionals if you will coaches and very 
very important, very, very important point. Um, but, you know, so if you were doing that with your brand, if we were like, everything's pink, and then two weeks or you know, a month later, it's like, everything's black. Black. Right? <laughs> you know? You'd be like, whoa, well, I don't know who this is. That's too, that's too many tweakings, and that's too drastic a shift. But if you were to say, everything's pink now, and your tagline was like, you know, sparkly unicorns or something like that. And then you tweaked it to like sparkly people. And then you just tweaked it to awesome people. Like people would understand and accept and, and be able to roll with the tweaks mm. versus just massive overhaul after massive overhaul. Right. Mm. That makes, if that makes more sense. So if yeah. I was the hippie in that scenario, instead of going full corporate, maybe I shaved my armpits and everyone's like, all right, she, she can't handle it. She can't roll that way. <laughs> I think the hip, the hippie friends would be okay. <laughs> They'd be able to handle that, right? Piece by piece, step by step. <laughs> uh, we got any questions? This is you know, oh, we got a lot of comments coming in. <laughs> a lot of things are rolling through there <laughs> as we were talking about that. Uh, <laughs> hippies and armpits. Let's see. Um, yes, meant for growth, but not constantly changing. So you end up not knowing who you are, right? That's what we were just talking about. Yep. Not being able to move forward in your business. Um, and then Caitlin's got a question that we can answer later. Tim is commenting about some very tight jeans. I'm guessing that's based on if he was well, 13 or dressing. <laughs> Kelly is saying that she remembers uh, doing her life cycle numbers years ago, uh, thinking I was wondering what was going to happen in my 50s uh, to be a big change, and boom, here I am. So yes, numerology is on. She gets it. Brilliant. People who are interested in what you have to offer will also understand the jargon you use because uh, that's uh, what they're looking for. Yeah, mm. totally makes sense. <laughs> Join a commune, yeah, if I wanted to be the hippie version. Yeah, totally could do that. They they might get weirded out, though, if you, like, suddenly started carrying a briefcase and, like, <laughs> pulling out legal documents all the time. <laughs> yeah. right, right, exactly. Um, yeah, so, so we've got a few questions coming in, personal okay. questions. So, yes, Kelly and Caitlin, we will get to those when we're ready to, to do that. Let's talk before we do questions, though. We, I like it when we help yeah. people kind of condense all this. So how would we start condensing this if you wanted to walk through this process? Ah, let's see. Um, well, I guess it's first to recognize if you are in, in, in a, I was going to say in need of doing a reassessment or just checking in with your business, with your life. If you haven't done it in quite some time, now might be a really good time. You know, that spring clean once a year um, to look mm -hmm. at it. And you don't need to do your whole life. Like, just pick one area and start there. It can be, you know, start with a business, which is what happened with us. And then, then it was health. <laughs> so start small, I would say. And just well, and especially, I think that the note I would add to that, um, especially during this time, is start with how it feels. If something mm -hmm. doesn't feel good or if it feels off, that's usually a sign that something wants to change. Mm. Something wants or needs to change in order for it to start feeling better. Mm -hmm. And 
it's a very, I think it's a very intuitive um, part of the process. So nothing is technically wrong with what we're doing, but both of us just started to feel like it wasn't quite in alignment anymore. Like something needed to shift. Mm. Right. So we, as we're getting clearer about what feels good and what doesn't, we're then more able to articulate what we, what we think if, you know, like, so it's a lot of discussion, actually Mm. a lot of internal discussion, a lot of personal discussion in business, but kind of going, yeah, it's not right. What, what's not right. If we did this, would that feel better? And we've done that. We've done the thing. Like if we did this, did that? No, no, no. Yes. This, right. So it's a lot of, um, intuiting the feeling and contemplation Mm, is a big part of it. Contemplation. I've got notebooks of just notes of things as we've spoken about stuff, I've gone away and gone, okay, how does that feel? What does that look like? And allowed the the brainstorming to come through. So contemplation is absolutely a big part of this reassessment process for sure. When it comes to things like, for example, vision boarding, I have a vision board that I made like four years ago and I I've, I've hung it up in my kitchen. I look at it from time to time. But I'm starting to realize that, yeah, even that needs to be reassessed, taken down and rebuilt again because the vision changes as you start experiencing more, right? Life, life is about expansion on different levels, emotional expansion, mental expansion, sometimes physical expansion. <laughs> Not always in a bad way, but, you know, it happens to everybody. <laughs> But it's all about expansion. And as you, you know, put out into the universe your desire, you get something back. And sometimes mm. what you find out is, that's not what I want. I thought I wanted that, but actually I don't. Mm. So it's, you know, even, even a tool like a vision board or a journal, you're, you shouldn't be surprised if you change. That's mm. going to happen. It's going to happen. So be gentle I think it's, well, absolutely. And it's the nature of the universe is change. Mm. The universe it's constantly, you know, they say it's like it's con- constantly getting fractals. bigger. So yeah, absolutely. Fractals. fractals. Love my fractals. All right. Um, so we talked about uh, being able to kind of identify mm-hmm. when change is necessary, mm-hmm. needed. We've identified that it's a lot of contemplation. Um, what would be something else they could do when they're recognizing it's time to reassess yeah. or it's time to change actually? Don't feel like you have to do it all at once. So we've been doing this branding, rebranding exercise for a few weeks now and it's not going to be completed for at least a few weeks yet. So don't feel mm-hmm. like you once you go into it that you have to make all these massive changes in one hit. You don't. It can be just... I'm that person. <laughs> yeah. I'm that person that's like, I know what's wrong. Guilty. Yeah, I want to fix it. I want to fix it tonight. I want it to be done so I can move on. And that's, it is a sign of maturity when you can slow yourself down, right? Like at some point, yes, you need to get it out there. And I think that's the beginning of everything. And just like the beginning of life, get it out there. it's a little immature, but that's okay. That's actually the right move Mm. in the beginning, a little immature, get it out there. As as your business, as yourself matures, slowing down and assessing more is just a sign of 
I'm growing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is growing, right? So it's okay to take it slow once you start retooling, especially yeah. with retooling, I would say. Mm. Yeah. I would also strongly recommend that you get guidance, help. Yes, definitely. Uh, the professionals that do that kind of work, whether it's a health coach or a um, mindset coach or branding coach, whatever it is. So invest in someone who is on the other side, who's got the experience and is someone on the outside of your fishbowl, outside of your head that will mm -hmm. be able to help guide you to ask the right questions for you to get the answers, to help you to polish the bits and pieces as it comes through. Absolutely. Because nothing is worse than starting over again. Sometimes, you know, retooling, feels like it's starting over, but it's really not. Like Rach said, you're building on a foundation that already exists. That's very different from building again. And one of the mistakes I think rookies make in business, and I've been a rookie, so I can confidently say that this is true, is that they think they have to build again. And then they do it in the same way though, right? They're like, oh, that all didn't work, so I'm going to try uh, retooling it, but they have no concept of what they should have retooled. Right. Mm -hmm. And so they end up just starting over from scratch with a new heap <laughs> that still is going to need retooling, but without any, any more awareness of which direction they should have gone in. Mm. Yep. I don't have another. So definitely. <laughs> definitely. Help. My brain is so foggy today. Just Rach is dealing with a cold for those who don't know. So she's bravely showing up for us so that we could have a podcast. I made myself look human, but I'm not <laughs> feeling quite so human. <laughs> she's like, mm, stuff and things. That's good. So that's the answer. <laughs> stuff and things. Stuff and things. Right? So. <laughs> no, I, I think that honestly, guidance is so important and so, so underrated. And a lot of times, we get stuck in our head that we think we know. Mm. And, and honestly, um, if you're stuck in a cycle and you keep making changes and nothing changes, nothing else changes. So you keep changing, but nothing in the outside world reflects that back to you. It shows you, you you're not using the tools that you need to be using, or you're not expanding in the right way. You keep just mm. rebuilding the same tower instead yep. of changing the structure. So Having somebody who can guide you, who can see it, who can say, aha, this is a classic mistake. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. Everybody makes it. Go this way. Stop going left. Go right. Here's the shortcut. Oh, right? Easier way to do right? it. That's the best right? thing. You, what we're doing now. I love that. Here's an easier way to do it. Oh, my God. You just answered my prayers. Yes. I love that. I love that. I mean, so much. So I'll tell you a little story before we go into questions. But um, regarding branding and logos. And this is something that rookies do. And I am so guilty of it. So incredibly 100% guilty is they try to tell the entire story of their business through their logo and their logos end up looking like visual vomit, which I've had in my past in my own businesses, but it's just too much. It's way you're trying to express everything because you want it to, you think that that's what a logo is supposed to do and I've recently learned that that is not the intention of a logo and that is why so many rookies have these kind of like things <laughs> these things as logos when it really should just be something um, that is structural it's structural that's the easiest way to finish that mm -hmm. 
So, but wouldn't have known that and as an artist would keep choosing the same decision because I'm an artist and my brain goes, tell the story. <laughs> tell all the, all things. the colors, all the things. I'm so glad you found this particular coach because it's simplifying. Bring it, bring it down. Yes. Yes. So, um, but that's part of learning, part of learning. And it made me feel really uh, a lot better to know that everybody does this. It's not like I was just too dumb no, to notice. It's no, just what we do. Um, and having a teacher who could tell you that for certain is very, you know, it, it's grounding. You're like, okay, I'm not that bad. I'm just making the bad choices. It's not me that's dumb. It's the dumb choices. <laughs> we don't know any better. <laughs> we didn't. You don't. You don't know any better until you know better, and then you mm. move forward. Exactly. All right. So with that, let's 44%. get into these questions. Forty-four percent. Let's see what I got. Fifty-two. Nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I can't match you there. 52 has All an right, energy. I don't know what it is. It does. It does. It's an energy of seven. Mm. Teresa's lucky number. Okay. So Caitlin is saying, uh, how can I get clear on if I'm having resistance and fears around something because I'm picking up intuitively that I shouldn't do that or just triggers and or it's just triggers and fears before pushing me forward. I'm not good at getting my head and heart aligned right now. I would clear the fears and triggers first, and I know you've got the tools to do that because when you can clear those and then program in some good stuff, so use your, your source for shift, and then once you've kind of cleared that fog, then tune in, like forget everything else, and then tune right into your heart and go, how does that feel? Does it feel good, expansive, open, or does it, and Therese will add more to that part. No, I agree. It's kind of like when you're feeling overly emotional, you need to have the tantrum before you can get, before you can get past those feelings, right? So you got to feel it to heal it kind of thing. And I would definitely recommend doing the source for shift because you're not in the right headspace to hear your heart. Yeah. You've so got to get there first. You've got to get rid of the mind shit. And then get into the, get into your heart and soul. Yes. Okay. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Kelly is saying, if I could add to my comment a question, but where is this transition going? It's been going on for four years. Well, without Kelly, without knowing your chart and being able to guide you through it, the way I'm guiding Rach and the class through their charts tomorrow, I can tell you that we go through nine-year cycles starting at age zero up to nine and we keep going through these nine-year cycles so if you're saying 50 that means you're between cycle 45 and 54 right so you're 45 and 54 no i i've been working on this all day so i i better know what i'm talking about 45 and 54 um, you are correct thank you 45 and 54, which is a nine-year cycle, which is influenced. There's a whole bunch of major influences, and then there's minor influences, and these can go between, um, you know, one and nine years. You can experience it once. Some people have repeating cycles. So without having it in front of me and being able to talk you through it, that's a little hard um, to, to pinpoint for you. All I could say is be, the answer is be in the moment. Yes. 
be in the moment, be as present with it as you can. And like Caitlin was talking about, you, you want to hear from your heart. Mm. All of this stuff that we were talking about is, it started with a, the intuition from the heart. And it really, the easiest question to ask the heart is, does this feel good or not? Mm. It's the easiest question. And the heart will always answer and tell you the truth. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. It's that simple. So if it does feel good, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> you don't have to do anymore. Just keep doing what feels good. If it doesn't feel good, that's where we have to start asking questions and doing a lot of contemplating. Why? Why doesn't it feel good? Did my values change? Is, do I feel like I'm living up to uh, my own potential? And that's what I'm loving about actually this numerology thing is it's kind of showing us um, first of all, we are in charge of our values and our destiny, but this is showing us the points in, in our own personal life where we're being shown, are you doing the lesson? So our life lesson number, which is, by the way, it's your birth date, your full birth date added together down to a double digit and then a single digit. So this life lesson number is going to show up a lot in your life and you're going to go through this vibration. And it's like every time you get to go through this vibration, it's like a check-in point. Did I learn it? <laughs> Did I learn it? Did I get it? Yes. Did I get it? Yes. Did I get it? Right? And if you don't, you're going to go through it again. It's okay. You'll get another chance. You'll get more chances it's to go through it. Plenty of time. <laughs> no, Tim, I will not be braiding armpit hair. I draw the line. <laughs> draw the line at anything about braiding an armpit. I cringe. I'm not judgment of other people doing it, but I just could not do that for me. <laughs> I don't have the time. Who's got the time? <laughs> yes. No. Eating the elephant one bite at a time. That's great. That's what my coach yes. says. That's always what she says. You eat an elephant one bite at a time. Do what you Although can. I would never eat an elephant. No. <laughs> but I appreciate the metaphor. Is it like chicken? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I love elephants too much. I could never, I could never. All right. Um, okay, I'm 56. Phew, passed it. Okay, good. <laughs> awesome. So everyone's like, everyone's in alignment. They're on board. They understand what's going on. Um, if you have, I think we have time for one, one or two more questions. Mm -hmm. So if, yep. <laughs> Rach is like, what? Before she passes out. So if you wanted to get in there and ask a question, go ahead and type it into the chat. We are on Facebook, or if you're in the room with us, you can type it into the chat here. Um, that it is nap time for her. <laughs> it's nap time for her, and I'm still deep in the world of numerology. Yeah. This is what I find interesting about it, any, divin any form of divination, is that you can overuse it. You can be overly reliant on it. And what I'm really trying to teach my students is how to use it to help you move forward, like get a little edge on what you're trying to do rather than like living by the law of whatever this says. Mm -hmm. You're still in control. It's your life, your destiny. You get to choose. I think that when we're working in vibration or when we're working in alignment with the vibrations we've chosen, life is easier. Mm. Definitely easier. <laughs> it's so quiet. I think that we're, it's time to wrap it up. Oh, everybody wants Rach to have nap time. <laughs> wrap it up. Yes. Not. They're saying night, night, <laughs> night, night to rage. Okay. I will see you all on the flip side tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you. Yes.
Yes, just an afternoon of rest right. is going to make a huge difference. All right. Mwah. Love you all. So, subscribe <laughs> to us on iTunes. I nearly forgot. She was about to be like, click, bye. I'm done. I'm Love you. Bye-bye. Relax. We got this. <laughs> Thanks, please. Okay, so subscribe. Go ahead. You got this. No, you do. You got it. No. No. You no. Got no. It. All right. Subscribe to us on iTunes so you can find Spirit for Success on iTunes. If you hit subscribe and give us more likes, then we will will be even closer to releasing our app, which will allow us to broadcast our podcast to you anytime you want to hear it and give you a whole bunch of cool freebies that we have not been able to previously release to anyone yet. Awesome. So by you clicking subscribe, you're helping us get even closer to that. So we thank you in advance. Love you. Love you guys. And with that, until next time, relax. <laughs> we got this. I'm going to make you say it. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. To learn more about Rach and Therese and all of our awesome offerings, go to spirit4success.com or find us on Facebook. In fact, why not join our kick-ass and sparkly group, Kick-Ass and Sparkly Lady Paneurs Unite. Until next time, relax. We got this.